Hey, Carlos. Hey, Holland. Should we do something a little different today? I would love to. I think we should make drinks and tell each other stories. That sounds so different. I'm into it. <laughs> okay, cool. Who wants to begin? I'll begin. Hold on, let me grab some ice. Oh, I like it real cold. This is me just shaking the ice. I haven't even poured anything in there yet. I yeah. just like to shake the ice a whole lot. Shake that ice. Oh, all right, let me pour just a, a half ounce of tiff uh-huh. and a dash of tavel. Ooh, I know what you mean. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I just handed you a drink. You did? Yeah. I'm looking at this drink. I'm holding this drink. I glanced back and forth to like see what you were doing and like making, just looking over your shoulder. Yeah. It's, first of all, gorgeous. Yeah, thank you. It looks incredibly creamy. Yeah. And it smells amazing. There's like almost a jerky smoke to it. What'd you call me? You heard me. You saw that smoke, right? I did. It was just a spoonful of sugar. Yeah. To make that medicine go down. Mm. What is this? Speaking of medicine, this is a penicillin. Penicillin. Any way you say it is the right way to say it. Beautiful. So this is a penicillin. What's in a penicillin? Should I tell you real quick and then you'll take a little sip? No, I think I'm going to take a sip. I want to go in blind. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever had a, a, a penicillin. Okay. Let's see if it's any good. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my God. Pretty good. It's so good. I made one mistake, but I made it still happen. Yeah. I think I made it happen still. I'm definitely tasting peat. Yeah. I'm tasting a peated whiskey. Peat is here. Peat is here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a peatacillin. I don't think you and I are like sweet cocktail kind of guys, but when you have one this good, yeah. and this is kind of a crowd pleaser, I, I love it. I have to make it. This is really good. Yeah. And you said that you consider this a sweet cocktail? Yeah. Nice. With a peated whiskey, though? Well, it's sweet, you know? I, I like it. Thank you. For me, it, it still leans more to the to the savory side of life. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would call this a sweet cocktail, just because I know how sweet cocktails can get. That's true. They can be nightmares. Because we both love old fashions, but you wouldn't really call it a... The way we make it, Mm-mm. they don't really come out very sweet. No. I think I drank it like 10 years ago at a place and fell in love. Mm. And only recently found out... As I've been making cocktails kind of hardcore for the past month. Yeah. Even got a suitcase, a little messenger bag that opens up and all my bar tools are there. You've yeah, seen it. It's so nice. I, I need to get one for myself. I've unzipped that in front of many friends and they go, that's so... And they're like, that's huge. And, and I say, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to make you a cocktail. Drink up. The penicillin is not that old of a drink. I think it was the late 2000s. Really? Yeah. As I'm studying a lot lately, I think of a place in, uh, I think in New York called Milk and Honey. A guy named Sam Ross has made some tremendous drinks. So I didn't know about him, but I knew about his drink. The penicillin is lemon. This is a, a honey syrup, which mm. is just water and honey mixed to perfection. It's raw ginger, but sweetened. Now, I realize I brought raw ginger today already yeah. juiced. And I was like, whoops, I did not read the label because I made this all yesterday and I labeled it. I put the expiration dates on it. I was like ready to go, mm-hmm. but I didn't bring the sweetened version. So I quickly threw in two cubes of sugar. It's not bad though. 
I really like it. Right? I really like it. So you got a lemon, bourbon, you got ginger, you've got honey. And on top, you've got a peated whiskey. I, I did a Lafroig 10 today, which is, you know, pretty powerful stuff. Hell yeah. So good. Just a bar spoonful on top will, will get you feeling things, right? It's surprisingly spicy, too. That's, it, the, that's ginger. the ginger. Yeah. yeah. It's an incredible mouthfeel. Like, it has yeah. a really nice, like an after, I, I don't even want to say aftertaste. Like, I just want to say it's like an after zest. Mm-hmm. There's like an after zest that just kind of echoes like on my tongue that I'm really enjoying. I really, really like it. I also learned that just a bunch of standard ice out of your freezer is not always the best way to shake a cocktail. Really? You want a couple big pieces and a couple small pieces, maybe one big piece. And you notice I broke up a little thing in there. Mm -hmm. It can turn into a Slurpee too fast, which I've done a couple times. Yeah. And you don't want that to happen. You just want to cool it off and dilute it just a little bit. So the thing about this is there's honey, Mm -hmm. there's ginger, there's lemon, these are all good things when you got a sore throat, right? Yeah. You've got that hot toddy kind of thing. Yeah. So I think what happened was someone took all the elements of a hot toddy, but they didn't want to put hot water in there. So what was the heat? The smoky peat? Mm. That's kind of my guess. And what you have is the cure-all, the penicillin, to make all your pains go away. I'm pretty hooked on this right now. It's good, right? Like, Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's, it reminds me of... This kind of reminds me of like the first time I had like that really good old fashioned that I was just like, oh, this is something. This is something. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick your brain and get your, your, uh, your system here because this Absolutely. is incredible. I can't get over it. So I can't get over it. Like even the quality of it, this is something I've paid more for less. Like I think I've paid, what's the most expensive cocktail that I've ever purchased? I think it was probably like around... $18. That was the figure I had in my head. Yeah, I think $18 was like the most I've ever paid for a cocktail. Maybe 19 at the Old Man Bar where they have like really, really fancy whiskey yeah. and stuff. But I've definitely paid so much money for shit that tastes a fraction as good as this. Nice, okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm genuinely saying that yeah. this is delicious. The beginning of the show, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a drink for Carlos, a penicillin. I don't think he's ever had one. The cure-all. Mm-hmm. And what can we pair that with? What can we pair the cure-all drink with? Do you want right. to talk about illness? I mean, it's, it's so topical. It, hopefully you're not that sick and all you need is a topical ointment. <laughs> I, <laughs> that was dumb. Okay, so. <laughs> Holland? Yeah? Yes. Oh, thank you. The joke was an affirmation that you are you are valid, your jokes are funny, and you make a mean penicillin. Oh, thanks. It's a mean peen. <laughs> many, many years ago, mm. I was living with, uh, I had a roommate, you know. We bonded pretty uh, good over a lot of beer drinking nights and such. And this one in particular night, I ordered myself some Thai food. Like I did probably once a week from the local Thai food restaurant. Yeah. I got food poisoning that night. Oh my God. It was, so this was Thai. Thai food poisoning. It was Thai food poisoning. Ugh. It was brutal. It was a, hey, I don't feel so well. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to bed early. Hey, I really am not doing well. Let me go up into the closet, get my heating pad out and put it on my belly because oh, wow. it's that bad. If that doesn't mean something to you, then you know that 
Yeah, Hanum was not feeling so good. Good. That's a big step. It was a big step. To literally because it was way up in the closet. I was about to say to be feeling so poorly that you grabbed something that you probably haven't touched in months and or years. Yeah. To grab and pull to put on your belly. Yeah. That's a big step. Anytime a man puts a heating pad on his belly, mm-hmm. you know he's in need of his mama, right? <laughs> Somehow I got through this night of of puking. Listen, we have all had some sort of food poisoning and puked online. It's 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 brutal, right? I've had it. Well, we come to the morning time when I'm still not feeling great, but it's sort of working its way through my system and I'm feeling like I need to poop. Oh no. And vomit at the same time. Both doors, the front and the back kind door? Of at the, kind of at the same time. And How do you handle that? I had a bathroom, and I was just like, I, I just need to get there. <laughs> you know? Good. <laughs> you, <laughs> a bathroom. First things first, I had a bathroom. <laughs> I was like... Everything in my body was like, just hold it all in. Just hold it all in. Get to the bathroom, and whoever raises their hand first... That's the that's where you'll head. You'll either head into the toilet or back up into the toilet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One or the other. Exactly. This is not a fun day, right? No, no. I'm having fun, but you weren't having fun. Right. And so I finally get out of bed because it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I walk into my hallway and my roommate's taking a shower and that door is locked. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of activity upstairs and downstairs. Like people... Oh, no, no. Are, is your upstairs and My downstairs. upstairs and downstairs at the same time. <laughs> you're yeah. talking about the house. Yeah, no. you're talking about it. It was, like a, there one was a party. <laughs> it was a one story. This story has one story. And there wasn't a lot of time to think. And so I ran outside. God damn it. Into my backyard. Oh, no. And I found like kind of a bucket uh-huh. that was more of like a, like you could put dishes in it. Okay. So it was a little wider. Like a busing bucket kind of a thing? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that part's important, but I want to really like make sure everyone gets the picture of me running outside, mm-hmm. dropping trowel, uh-huh. going over to whatever tree was there, and sitting in that bucket, oh, no. vomiting into the dirt. And filling that bucket full of poopy. That's amazing. Diarrhea poopy. I don't know if I would have done differently. There's a part of me that's like, do I do the poo on the floor? Or do I do the spew on the floor? It was the grand finale. It was done. Yeah. My roommate came out all Irish springy. Yeah. And I had to bring him into the backyard. I said, look what you've done. <laughs> look what you've made me do. You know what I know the worst part of this whole story? Yes. I never cleaned that bucket up, and it was back there for quite a while, pushed under a tree. And that's the one you pooed in. I left it there for quite a while. Okay, what's quite a while? Is it like a month, or is it like months? (laughs) Well, after a month, does it even matter? It kind of does. How many seasons did this poo see? Oh, I got you. It was probably a number of weeks to a month. Okay, there we go. Because I'm like, if it got to the winter... <laughs> and you had some poopsicles back there. Yeah, right. That's a different story. Basically, I just let it dry. Yeah. I dry I dried it out. <laughs> God damn. The show, are we recording? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where the buttons are. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm kind of a disgusting human being, but shit happens, you know? It does. But let me ask you this. Go ahead. Did you wipe? And if you did, which direction? <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Let's I started not, at my belly button. Let's not open that bucket of worms. <laughs> the last time I got like wicked sick, I think it was like end of last year, beginning of this year. Yeah, you had a solid two or three weeks of that was a wild funness. Yeah, but that was because I met I met a girl. <laughs> when do I talk about this girl? Because that's a crazy story. Do I tell it now? Maybe you do. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so I met this girl outside waiting for like a lift. <laughs> and then for some reason got her and like her friend's information. And that like didn't speak for a while, then just messaged back and forth and like actually got together. Then I realized that this one's pretty wild. And for those who know me, knows that I am not. I'm not very wild. But you were kind of there for like a, like a lot of this craziness that was happening. I think yeah, I was like she working was, through. She, well, I only met her once, but um, based on your stories, she was quite an interesting flavor in contrast with your life. Yeah. Who, who's very, you're very sweet. I'm a sweet little, I'm a sweet yeah. little flower boy. You're like, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, when I describe you, my, my voice goes up a few octaves. Mm-hmm. And then I was scared for your life. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. So the one fateful night, I remember we were like, oh, let's let's hang out and we'll maybe grab some drinks or go out. And it was all like fun and normal. And then she like disappeared for like 30 minutes to an hour. I, I forget how long it was. She just comes back and she's like, I just had a birthday party in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It was amazing. No regrets. She was a wild card, but it was so much fun. Yeah. Then at the end of that, <laughs> of that fateful night, we got a little physical. And that was like my first experience with somebody that liked to be rough. Can I chime in? Yeah, please. Because you were do on you, the other end of it. Do you care if I say no, that? No, go for it. She tried to like choke your shit out. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I think you had bruises, my dude. Like I did. You came to work the next day. I did. Somehow you managed to stay alive and you came to work the next day with bruises around your neck. I did. I was a mess. And you were giggling. I was. Because I think that flavor was so different for you that you yeah. didn't know what to do except giggle. I'm very grateful for it. It's one of those, oh, wow, that's what that tastes like. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, exactly, right. Yeah, when you eat a ghost pepper. Yeah. Not going to feel good, but you're, you're glad you did it. So you never have to again. You've got a story now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. do. I do have a story. And uh, But hey, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yums. But hey. It's, pr- it's a yuck for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally after, I think, that night, I got wicked strep throat for <laughs> like a month. Interesting that you got choked out and you got strep. Yeah. I know those things aren't related, but not. I believe, you know, mind over matter. Uh-huh. I believe it's powerful. It and I a... believe she was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> God. And then, yeah, I remember just like cycling through and just being like bedridden and just walking around with a fever for like a month. It was so bad. I had like two doses, th- um, three if you count the shot in my butt of like Dang. antibiotics. Of penicillin. Of penicillin, yeah. And here we are. Yeah, full circle. Bottoms up. (laughs) (laughs) 
What, what a trip. trip down that memory lane. Um, I, I was know. wondering if uh, in this next segment yeah. you wanted to go somewhere else. Yeah, let's get out of here. I can take you down another strange and dark yet fun alley. And even though Halloween's over, we can still get a little spooky. Spooky. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. You're not going to choke me, are you? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Got our butts on a plane. Uh oh. We had our masks on. Yeah. We sat very far away from each other. Exactly, but very close to the bathroom. Yeah, because lots of poopies <laughs> and peepees. Sometimes. Don't discrim. I won't. And we touched down in. Do we have the rights for that song? Trying to make it more of just like a oh like in the a, background yeah I was I was the back, yeah I got no, you that thinking, was my yeah. sound bed I got you yeah you good we're in New Orleans right now oh Nolans I built this drink because when you're there you have to have this drink and I found these glasses up in a high cupboard of my house and we just had to do it this is the cousin of the old fashioned the cousin or a distant relative do you know the name of this drink no but it's very cute yeah. little cup. Is it called, here, can I take a guess? Yeah. New Fashioned. You know, (laughs) no. This is called the Sazerac. Oh. Yeah, you know about the Sazerac. I do know about the Sazerac. I don't think I've ever had one. Before we take our first sip, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's it's warming up, I will say that um, there's a lot of history that I don't know about this drink, but it's over 100 years old, and it has to do with uh, what they had to offer, which one of the things is the absinthe that I put in there. Oh, but that's that licorice smell. Because I say licorice, I don't want to say the other word. Anise, 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 anises, anus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a sugar cube and bitters and bourbon and have a sip. Sante. What'd you call me? Oh, very different, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Now the absinthe is that licorice which you notice I put in the glass, I swirled, and I basically dumped out. Yeah. And that's that strong flavor in there. That's incredible. Yeah. Very different flavor going on tonight. Very different. Oh, it's so good, though. I love these now. Yeah. I'm not a licorice person. Neither. But, like, the fact that it was just swirled around in this Mm -hmm. beautiful teeny tiny cup, but it's still that pungent, it's amazing. Some people, because I've been getting into making these drinks, like I said... I literally have a smoker at home, which I still have to figure out because everything I make with that tastes like poo-poo. They have little misters. They're called, uh, I forget what they're called right now, but you basically can fill up this mister full of, like our previous drink, Laphroaig, and just miss the top of that drink with the peaty whiskey. You can miss the top of this drink with absinthe Mm. and, you know, many more things. It's funny because like on the nose... Uh, the bitters come through for me more than the 
more than the actual licorice, right? Well, that's good. I go a little heavy-handed with the bitters. I bought them years ago thinking, I'll do old fashions with them, and it just doesn't work. But with this, it works very well. Actually, you need them for this drink. Yeah. They're required, yeah. And it gets better Mm -hmm. as I go down. Mm -hmm. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) That is what she said. So uh, what prompted this uh, beautiful Nolens drink? Just you, you thought of it? You had the ingredients? Well, I love it there. Me too. I love it there a lot. I've only been twice. I've only been once. I had two very, very different experiences. Which one are you going to tell me about? How about a little blend of both? Let's do it. Because a walk through New Orleans, especially as a music lover, is like being in a dream world. A music and a drink lover. Yes, absolutely. A lover. A lover of all things good. All things good. All things good. Yeah. There was a night where we went into a martini bar. I'm not a big martini guy, but I had some. And I watched these. A lot of bars have like a mirror tilted down so you can watch the piano player's hands. Yeah. People were just jumping on stage playing like ragtimey stuff. And I don't think I've ever been happier than that moment. And I actually had to leave prematurely because... It was so good, I had to get out of there. I was like, I need this experience to be left right here. And it's getting late, and I noticed there's sh- shrimp pole boys across the street. <laughs> and I also want that. But yeah, you could touch down in New Orleans and just walk the streets and see what trouble you, you can find, you know? Yeah. We walked into this one bar. We watched this guy build some drinks. And if you go there on a Tuesday afternoon and order a drink, you'll get a free bowl of red beans and rice, which is also oh my goodness. tremendous. Red beans and rice are so good. This was an old-time bartender guy who sat down, and before you even order your drink, you're like, I don't know why he's mad at me. <laughs> and by the end, you're like, he just told me a story of how he used to drink way too much, and he died on a porch and the coroner came to get him and put him in a body bag. He had to unzip himself out of the body bag somewhere in the ambulance or at the morgue, and he got out and shook it off and went back to work the next day. What a life this guy lived. He said that Yes, he did. That is incredible. Yes. That's like something out of a horror movie, you know? Yeah. The culture, the both of my experiences there were so different, yet so full, Mm -hmm. down to the, the last time I was there earlier this year, I don't like, I have a blend between wanting to do touristy things and then wanting to just kind of go off the beaten track. I love both actually. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to go to Bourbon Street and all these places. I kind of wanted to go away from that and kind of see what was going on. But yeah. towards the end of the second trip, I was like, well, let's do a ghost tour. Oh, hell yeah. Let's do a ghost tour, right? Yes. How's that now? They have 33, four, five sips into it. It's so yummy. The beautiful thing about it is that it's such a small drink, but it doesn't feel small. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm drinking this at the exact same pace as the last one. Yeah. And it's weird. It's fulfilling each gulp. Right. Feels like I'm taking a large gulp, and it's and it's satisfying every time. But I keep looking down, and I'm like, I feel like I should be done by now, yeah. but I'm only halfway through. It's probably only two and a half ounces of liquid. It's, it's not a lot. It's honestly dynamite. Good. I really enjoy it. I enjoy, I feel like there's a great warmth to it. There's a natural sweetness with like the licorice feel to it. 
It has kind of a weight to it yeah. that I also really enjoy. There's a weight and a warmth to it that each sip just matters, if that makes any sense. It I'm does. not sure like what that, it does. It what that means. Ex- it explains how I feel when I drink it. I love that. I, oh. uh, I made you two. So I'm, and you liked them both. I'm, I'm two for Tabble tonight. You are two for Tabble, my friend. Heckin'. I'm floored. I'm like really glad that the world ended so that you could get really good at making cocktails. Cause hell yeah. And you make a mean old fashioned too. So like, I'll give you that. That's like three solid, beautiful cocktails. If we make it through this, um, maybe we'll end the night with an old fashioned. Oh my goodness. Anyway, no spoilers. Yeah. I won't, I won't tell you (laughs) what's going to happen. Yeah. But tell me about this ghost tour. Well, they're not that scary. Ghosts? Or are they? The, have you ever been on a ghost tour? Oh, hell yeah. Good. Well, I kind of like it because it was one of these things where you're walking down the street, and if you meander a little bit, story's a little boring, maybe. You can, you can, you can even slip into a bar and keep your eye on the group. At one point, they're like, go stop in and have one of these drinks. And notice this one section of the bar that's burned because the ghost of so-and-so burns it every year and they they put a new piece of wood there and it's still burned. I don't know what's going on. That's amazing. So we're walking around kind of our neighborhood. The ghost stories are getting more like, that's not even a ghost story. That's just really brutal about like some lady who was locked up right there on that balcony and threw her children off. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's probably just a real story. Yeah. You know, and there was like this church where apparently up in the top of the church, no one's allowed in there. Mm. because they think that there are vampires in coffins up there. What? Now, I'm like, that's real easy to say, but apparently you can find the video of the news reporters who went to go investigate and then later died. As you're going through it, you're like debating whether it's really real or not. And now I'm starting to believe it. And it's getting late and I'm tired and I'm getting kind of spooked out, right? Yeah. Well, the grand finale of this I'm kind of spooked out right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm Good. a little spooked out. I'm, I'm scared of vampires now, yeah. not ghosts. Right. Well, yeah, because they're real. Yeah. Well, they're all real. You're right. Well, we start pulling around the corner to this. I don't know where I am. I'm always directionally challenged, but we're getting to something that looked kind of familiar. And he's building up to get to like the scariest story or something, his grand finale. Mm. And then I notice, oh, great, he's wrapping up, and, and I see my hotel. So when he's done, we'll just go home, you know? Yeah. Well, we stand right in front of the hotel, and he goes, and now for the worst story of all. Oh, my God. And he points at the hotel. And it's these two sections, and I was staying in the front, and my brother and sister-in-law with their kids were staying in the back. And he goes, back in the back unit, and he goes on some horrendous murder story that was going on back in their <laughs> hotel the place was fine, and when we went back after him telling this murder story of some orphanage or something and everyone dying, God. the back of the hotel was fucking alarming. It wasn't even safe to be in after that story. I really? was so scared of that place after. It was our last night, so we just had to like get some shut-eye and get the hell out of there. Oh, my God. You know? But, of course, the grand finale had to do with our hotel. And then as a little wrap-up, he's like, it's done, but if you want to see some pictures of some stuff you know, stick around. And so we kind of go to this well-lit little courtyard and he's like, I was not a believer until this. And he pulls out his iPhone and he, he's like decided to go take pictures of graves. Yeah. And only when he takes pictures of graves 
do we see these little flecks of interesting light in the pictures, right? The camera has picked up on this paranormal activity. But for the rest of the trip, I just kept taking pictures of my nephews in random places and going into my phone app and drawing little ghosts of things. (laughs) But if you zoomed in, they were actually just penises. (laughs) And so I'd be like, look, look, I took a picture of you. There's something floating behind you. Oh, what is that? Let me zoom in. It's, it's a little, ween. It's a little penis. Yeah, it's a little penis. That's amazing. Yeah, Sazerax. 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 I love New Orleans. I do too. I love it so much. I've only been there once. And um, you know what? Speaking of floating penises, <laughs> I <laughs> cannot wait to go with you at some point. Because that's definitely going to happen. It almost happened this year. It almost did, yeah. But I know when you and I go... It's going to be like nights of live music, drinks, ghosts. Oh, it's going to be dynamite. Yeah. Like we, we could literally sit in the same one bar the whole night and I know it. I'm like, that was worth it. Yeah. Anybody that knows me even remotely intimately knows that I am such a horn for Creole food. Oh my God. The for food. Cajun food. I make jambalaya probably... 16 times a month. (laughs) I've seen you bring it to work back when we used to work, like, all the time. I love jambalaya so much. And it's jambalaya? It's not jambalaya? I have no idea. I'm saying jambalaya because it's my jam. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) since I'm I'm Cuban, I love rice. What? Exactly. I hate to spring it on you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Door closes. (laughs) Um, But I... I love rice, and I can rice it for every meal. Same. So, like, being raised on, like, rice and meat, to me, is just incredible. And the way that Cajun food is made with, like, spicy, zesty, full-bodied, bean-filled rice with just meats and veggies and seafood and, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Everything about it is incredible to me. So, like, there, there are reasons to me... Stomach first, that I'm like, New Orleans is my place to be. Yeah. And also that it's French. Hello. Oh, my God. French Carlos. He's Uh, meant to be there. Yeah. And so I'm like, my zesty, meaty, spicy, ricey, nicey, nicey French (laughs) Carlos. Yeah. Music, drinks. Come on. Like, when I went to Bourbon Street, I was in heaven. And the thing about New Orleans, especially Bourbon Street and like all of like the, you know, the arteries and veins of Bourbon Street, it is the most Jekyll and Hyde place I've ever been to. That's such a perfect way to put it too. If you ever crave something so much and you're like, God, I wish there was a place that just had like really good, like almost Southern food, French flair and just booming music, that would be great. And then the waitress comes over and goes... And how about a little voodoo? <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah, all fuck of yeah. that. I didn't know that went well together, and it just does. I had such a good time. And I have like videos and proof of just me like going around. I showed somebody my boobies, and I got beads. And Look at those boobies. Yeah, I was just like, here are my boobies. It wasn't even Mardi Gras. Fair it was trade. just like a Tuesday, I think. <laughs> it's the most magical place. Dude, I, I could, I could... Walk up and down that street like Twilight Zone style. Just go up the same day 
and find something new every time. The minute the world opens up, let's just get tickets and go. I think we should. Because I'm dying inside right now. (laughs) Dying inside. It's it's the, I just honestly crave it. Visually, audibly, hungrily. Just everything about it is really, really wonderful. Sazerac. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to go with you. It's going to be incredible. And I think we should document it. Well, yeah, of course we, we should. Will. Ta- we'll like table it. Yeah, yeah, let's table it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you feeling around three? Let's just throw a little old fashioned out there. Okay. For the uh, for the old wrap up. Let's do it. Does that sound like a plan? A wrap up is good. A wrap- I feel like we we got our business done. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Right in that bucket. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we'll just leave it out for a couple of months. landed we're back home we have we tons of experience under our belts exactly my belly's full of sausage and music and jambalaya apparently and jambalaya <laughs> and and here we are we're just back we're at our our beautiful comfy couches uh wrapping up with a beautiful uh, old fashioned that you've made for us this cocktail is just going to be the wrap-up portion of the show i love it and we did a little different do you want to say what you did differently well, I treated it mean. Oh, my goodness. Well, I use a lemon peel, which, yeah. what a wild guy I am tonight. And I just threw a little bar spoonful of Amaro in there, which you tell me what it does, you know? I will. So for me, I'm just going to preemptively guess, because for me, when it comes to old fashions and people use a lemon peel instead of an orange peel, sometimes people use both. Oh, I like that. Yeah. The lemon tends to sweeten it up. For me, I've noticed it candies it a bit more. And I've noticed that with bartenders that like to use lemons instead, and I understand the appeal. And there are certain times... I do. I do understand the lemon peel. (laughs) And there there are moments where where I think it's great, where I think it's really called for. Let's find out about yours. I also cut myself with a butter knife when I was (laughs) (laughs) hacking through the ice, but here we go. Here we go. Cheers. Nice. I'm, I'm just staring at you. I know. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's bright. It's yummy. The Amaro gives it a really nice texture. I, I feel like the, the Amaro really counters the lemon yeah. in a really nice way. I think I could experiment with even a little less, half a bar spoon, because I love a velvety old-fashioned. Me too. And the Amaro really helps that velvety quality mm-hmm. but it also adds that sweetness yeah that know? sweetness but also that kind of a licorice bitterness to it like you know how a licorice is kind of a little bitter that i agree i think maybe a half in there because this is leaning more a little more toward like a manhattan oh then not you know what i'm talking about I, I can't do a manhattan very well i don't really like them but that's a sweet vermouth thing isn't it yeah take another sip i will and let me know what this next one is for you well hmm it's different. It's much different. I mean, it's like pushing my palate back now. Which again, like I agree on all of the notes. Yeah. It has a really nice texture again. Mm-hmm. But I I miss my smoke. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it's beautiful. So I bought a smoker. You and I need to work that shit out. 
because I have not figured that out at all. I can just literally hit the smoke on the side of the glass, and all of a sudden I'm tasting like kerosene. So I don't know what's going on. It's oh, very strange. That is very strange. You sort of mentioned in our break, mm. you might make some drinks for me next week. I kind of want to. If that works out, that would be amazing. There's not many shows before the end of the year. You and I have a handful. We have our, our episode where we give a lot of thanks. Uh, we have our episode where Jesus comes back. <laughs> back again. Uh, back again, where he's, and he's like, what's up, y'all? Presents. I'm fat. It's like I'm Santa. <laughs> I, what did you learn tonight? I learned that New Orleans is probably the greatest place in the United States, if not the whole world, just in terms of, of their food, their atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I learned that I don't like getting choked for any sexual reasons. Um, and that was, I think, a really important lesson that I'm glad I le- I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> you learned it, yeah. Because, yeah, I would hate to, to cross that road at a later date. <laughs> I've learned that ghosts are real, mm-hmm. again, and that you'd rather poop in the bucket instead of spew in the bucket. You know, once again, my friend, we agree on almost everything. <laughs> almost, almost everything. everything. Yeah, we agree on New Orleans. New Orleans. I love, I love New Orleans. Yeah, and I can't wait to experience it with you. And and I think it's going to be shit in the bucket. Absolutely. But where we differ <laughs> is, I kind of like when you get choked the fuck out because it makes for such a great show. Telling that story again, it's been, it feels like it's been a thousand years yeah, right. since that happened. Because I'm such a different person now Yeah, than I was back in my, sure, go ahead and choke me, I guess, days. Yeah. And I'm a new man. No, listen, I, I, was, I was a little worried. <laughs> you'd, you'd come into the office and you'd look like... It looked like you'd been choked, and I and I was I was worried, and you were like, "No, I'm experiencing life," and I was like, "Oh man, I like you though. I want you to stick around." Oh my god! And that's the point is that you st- at least you stuck around. Yeah. I did stick around. I didn't want to like do a ghost tour of of these studios and be like, is "That's it? where Carlos came to work and died because of the night he got choked." Uh, it doesn't make any table. sense. <laughs> Different table. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd make a spooky ghost. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I'd be such a cool haunt, though. Wouldn't it be cool if I was, like, haunting you? And I'm just like, oh, what's up, dude? You're, like, pooping and, like, the light flickers and you're, like, about to wipe back to front. And I'm like, <laughs> boo! Yeah. So I did. Go so the I'm... other way, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I'd, and then I'd disappear. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> Yeah, you would be a great haunt. Yeah. I do I do have these haunting good looks. That's right. Oh my goose neck. Cool. So Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Things are good. I'm falling more and more in love with this structure. I feel like we should always end on like an old fashioned. Can I tell you a plus point? Please. I edit the show. Oh. Right? Yeah. I <laughs> love how you were like, Really? That was you the whole time? It's not just magic. I edit the whole show. We have spent a good 20-some-odd episodes mostly drinking beer. The amount of gas I edit out <laughs> and the little side burps 
I edit so much of that out. Like, you don't we do see, that with these. There wasn't a burp tonight. Yeah. I can't even force one. I tried to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I can't. Well, I had this idea during quarantine this year that I was going to <laughs> do something with my life. Mm. And it came to me in, in a form of a very small guitar called a ukulele, which sounds a little bit like this. Oh, wow. I think it sounds a lot of bit like that, to tell you the truth. A lot of bit like that, right? A lot of bit. So I learned to play this instrument. And I thought, what better way to finally show off my new skills with a Z than to have three cocktails? And maybe instead of paying the band to play us out, yeah. that I would play us out. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Gorgeous. Yeah, thanks. So I'm going to put it down over here. Yeah. And when we get to the actual outro, I'm going to outbro <laughs> you with my ukulele skills. I'm ready for it. I'm not even a show off. I just, I just, just want to yeah. save some money. So let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Okay. So first thing we want to really tell everybody is, uh, first of all, thank you for being dedicated listeners. You can strangle us anytime. Yeah. Anytime you want. It's that real choking Sorry, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> if you do love us and you haven't rated us five stars or six to nine stars, depending on the limit from wherever you are, if you have the chance, if you have a moment, if you love us, do it. Five stars. Email us with any questions, any taglines. If you want to read our outro. Do we want to read it again in this new time? Do you want to get out our yeah, script? I would love and just- to. Make it your own. That's what I'll say. Yeah, you have to make it your own. Here, I'll give you a little backing music because that's Please. what I do when I drink. I grab my ukulele and I put some background music. What kind of background music should we have? For for the outro? Mm-hmm. What about something thoughtful, sensual? Sexual. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Tiff for Tabble. If you want to talk to the boys, tell them a story, ask them a question, or have any requests at all, email t4tcast at gmail.com. That's T, the number four, T, cast at gmail.com. Until next time, tiff your own table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love everybody. Yeah. Except you. Who are you, who are you looking at? Who are you looking at? Oh, yes. I'm looking at a ghost. Some of them. A mean one. No, I'm just kidding. All right, my friend. Uh, are we good? I think Should we're we finish great. these off mic? Let's do it. Let's okay. look off. Yeah. Because we've got a lot of business to I'm come almost done with mine anyway. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff to take care of. It's none of your business, guys. We love you so much, though. So much. And next week, you know what it is? Oh, wait. Oh, it's Dirty 30. Tune in. It's going to be wild. Drinks are on me next time. Okay, great. Wait, what a great tagline. (gasps) Next time, drinks are on me. Okay, cool. Play us out. Okay, here I go. (laughs) (laughs) Maestro.
thanks for listening to Tip for Tabble. If you want to send us an email with a message or any kind of response or thoughts, go ahead and email us at t4tcast at gmail.com. That's t, the number four, tcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you.